Hoosiers head into Christmas with a dominant performance over Northern Kentucky for their 10th win of the season. We're going to recap everything from that game, the good, the bad. Uh, There wasn't much of the latter, as we also preview IU women's basketball's own uh, final game before the holidays. Plenty to talk about today. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Thursday, December 23rd. This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news, analysis, recaps, previews, everything in between. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Brood, thanking you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers part of your day and your first listen every day. Just a reminder, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. As always, guys, you can subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us at uh, LO underscore Hoosiers on Twitter and Locked on Hoosiers on Instagram. In case you missed it, on Wednesday night, the Hoosiers wrapped up the pre-Christmas portion of their schedule with a victory. Uh, they beat Northern Kentucky 79-61. to Doesn't really tell the story of the whole game because the first half by the Hoosiers was one of the best halves of the season, especially on the defensive end. Uh, really just dominance. Northern Kentucky only had five field goals. The entire first half, they had four turnovers compared to five field goals. They shot 15.6% from the field in that half. Uh, They were three of 18 from the three-point line. Just dominant. Hoosiers went into the half up 38 to 14. Big talking point of that half was Parker Stewart not starting. Uh, First, it was that he was not starting. Anthony Leal stepped in in his place, and then it was that he was just not playing in the first half. Uh, After the game, um, Mike Woodson discussed it. Well, he didn't discuss it. Uh, He talked, or he just simply said that it was a a matter they're going to keep in house. Uh, His quote was, um, It's an in house matter. I will never address that with the fans or the media. Honestly, props to him for that. Keep that stuff in-house. Deal with it in-house. But he did not play in the first half. He did play in the second half. Uh, Ultimately, only played uh, a handful of minutes uh, in the game. He played uh, eight minutes in the second half. Um, But for IU in that first half, it was... uh, Defense, 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 as it's really been against the non-conference teams in Assembly Hall. Um, the Hoosiers held the Norse to just one or no field goals over an 11-minute span in the first half uh, to really build up that lead. They've had a lot of really, really dominant stretches of play, especially defensively. Um, that might be their best one yet. Uh, just... it's so much fun to watch this team on defense because it's so many people in that first half. It also came with 
no fouls through like I believe the first about 12 minutes or so. I'm not sure exactly what the final tally ended up being, but I believe it was about 12 minutes into the half before they got called for a foul. So it was clean. It was dominant. The Hoosiers were crushing them on the boards, 26 rebounds to uh, just 15 in that first half. And I keep referencing the first half because the second half, the Hoosiers just kind of pulled their foot off the gas. I'm not going to blame them for that. They did what they needed to do in that first half. And probably we're looking ahead to Christmas a little bit in the holidays and some a little bit of time off. I am not going to... Uh, be upset with the second half. They actually lost the second half by six points. They won the game by 18. So that tells you how dominant that first half was. Uh, that was as impressive as the Hoosiers have been defensively at any point this season. There's a, a couple people that stuck out on the night. We mentioned Parker Stewart not starting. Anthony Leal did start an all right game. He, Anthony Leo, the stuff he does never is really going to show in a box score, though he did. Uh, he was tied for the lead in assists on the night with five, grabbed four rebounds. He's just kind of that ball mover, um, right place, knows where he needs to be type of guy. There's value to him. And uh, that being said, I think that this was simply a disciplinary matter and Anthony Leo is not starting moving forward, but uh, he has some value in the rotation as just kind of that glue guy. Pretty much everybody played on the night, including um, some of the non-scholarship players, I did, I believe, at the end of the game. But your Logan Duncombs, guys like that, uh, got in the game. Christian Lander got into the game in the first half. That's how you knew Parker Stewart was really in the doghouse uh, because if Christian Lander's playing above you at this point, uh, he, that means that you did something wrong, uh, obviously joking, but Lander looked fine. Um, but really just an impressive performance. A couple guys we're going to talk about specifically trace and race as always Rob Finnessy, I thought played well. Uh, he deserves some kudos for his performance on the night, but we're going to mention our sponsor of today's episode first. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. For the new year, NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com locked. Head to netsuite.com locked for this special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash locked. Thanks again, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Ultimate College Football Playoff Preview 2021 local experts, betting advice, draft analysis. The most comprehensive college football playoff preview begins this Friday begins tomorrow. 
Make sure you guys are checking that out. I don't know if you guys saw, but Rutger, Rutgers is actually going to be in a bowl game. Um, Texas A&M, I believe, had to pull out of the Gator Bowl uh, to due to a COVID outbreak. I don't know what ultimately led them to pick Rutgers, but all right. Uh, more power to them, I guess, but uh, interesting scenario there. Let's talk about a couple specific guys on the night. We'll start with Race Thompson. I really enjoy watching him play. Uh, it's a lot of the dirty stuff, a lot of the glue guy stuff we always talk about. He does a little bit of everything. Uh, on Wednesday, uh, he finishes with 14 points, 7-9 field goal shooting, which means his consecutive field goal streak was snapped. But he grabbed four rebounds, um, had an assist, had a couple blocks, a steal, was a plus 21 on the night. Uh, he was, he's just so impressive, plays so well off trace. There was a play, just to give you an idea of kind of the synergy, if you guys go back and watch the game, it was pretty early on. Uh, Race got the ball on the block on one side. He spun to the baseline, uh, felt that nobody was there and started to lose his balance and just threw a pass to a spot where he knew Trace would be, which was just across the lane on the other baseline. Trace gets it and lays it in. It's those types of things, those moments, that type of chemistry that those two have that make them really special together. Uh, Mike Woodson said after the game, when I got this job, uh, Race was one of the first guys I sat down with and said, this is what I expected out of him. Honestly, this version of race makes this IU team really, really good. That front court, there aren't going to be many teams that have a better front court than race and trace, uh, especially on the boards. Those two always lock it down, not just in rebounding the ball, but keeping the other team off the boards. Um, maybe an overlooked aspect at times, because while they pulled down uh, 10 rebounds in the uh, 29 25 minutes uh, on the night um the the norse only had 24 total rebounds so the hoosiers win the rebounding battle on, on many nights uh because of trace and race so shout out to those two t uh, trace northern kentucky had no answer for him not many teams do uh, trace got the team started off strong he finishes with 21 points 9 of 11 from the field six rebounds four assists uh, two blocks and a steal. I tweeted this during the game. Obviously, Trace, leading scorer, just a brilliant player. Um, I think what doesn't get enough credit is his rim protecting ability and the evolution he's made as a rim protector. Um, he has become not just like a decent one. He's become one of the best in the Big Ten, and it's not something that you typically associate with him. Uh, he's not this elite post defender that's going to body people up and things like that but he's he's learned how to use his athleticism his timing to get blocks and protect the rim and it when he's able to do that it allows the Hoosiers defensively to be as good as they are because the perimeter those guys can be up on their guys more try to force the turnovers try to force them off the three-point line because they know Trace is back there on the back line uh, in case they get blown by or something happens, Trace is there to block the shot. So uh, it gives his teammates some confidence and some uh, 
just the ability to be a bit more aggressive on the perimeter to try to knock balls loose, try to force shooters off the line, uh, try to run uh, three-point shooters off the line because they know Trace is back there to back them up. So he does so many things so well. I really I can't get over how good he is this season. He's an All-American. Just enjoy it because this will be the last year he's in Bloomington. Um, so enjoy this final conference uh, season. I hope he finally is able to make the NCAA tournament, which barring some big collapse, knock on wood, this team is going to go to the tournament, and I hope he gets to show out on a national stage because he deserves every bit of it. He's been incredible this season. Last guy to talk about is Rob Finnessy. A lot of times when we talk about Rob Finnessy, it's that he isn't doing something well, and we think Christian Lander should play over him. The fact is that's just not something that's going to happen. Uh, Lander just isn't going to get minutes over Rob Finnessy right now unless he's hurt. Fantasy, I thought Trace Jackson, I believe it was Trace, had a really interesting quote after the Notre Dame game where he said Fantasy hasn't been healthy all season and he's finally getting there. I thought he played decent in the Notre Dame game. There was a point where I wasn't really sure why he was on the floor late and then he hit a three-pointer and I shut up. Fantasy uh, is always going to be uh, a really good defender. More often than not, he's going to take care of the ball, have a better assist-to-turnover ratio. Uh, that typically means he's not going to make some of the riskier passes, the high-risk, high-reward ones, but sometimes that's a good thing. And on Wednesday, he finishes with 10 points, was 4 of 8 from the field. The big thing was 2 of 3 from 3. If he can shoot with any sort of consistency from the three-point line, that changes things drastically. Uh, they he's going to be left open in conference games. Teams are familiar with him. Coaches are familiar with him. The game plan is going to be to leave him open. He's going to have to make teams pay. Uh, he added three rebounds. Actually did not have an assist on the night. I don't know when the last time that would have happened uh, when he played 18 minutes. So, But I think overall he played a good game. Mike Woodson agreed. Uh, he said, quote, I'm excited about where, or excuse me, he said, quote, Rob is a big piece to this puzzle and said he thought this was one of his best games of the season. So uh, as I said, we talk a lot about what fantasy and really what a lot of guys aren't. I think a lot, we, we focus on that too much. We think Christian Lander should be playing because this guy isn't this, or we think uh, whoever it is, maybe Anthony Leo shouldn't be playing because he can't do that. There's a lot of things these guys do well to earn minutes. I mentioned a guy like Leal is a ball mover, just a, a smart kid who will be in the right place. And while he may not be a scorer, he provides uh, value in other ways, like his five assists on the night. Fennessy is a defensive point guard. Um, he can get to the hoop and finish, as he did on Wednesday and It'd be nice to see him put together a strong conference season because he came in with a lot of hype. Uh, unfortunately, it seemed like he peaked his freshman year with that buzzer beater against, uh, I believe, Butler in the crossroads, and everything after that has been downhill. So it'd be really nice to see him um, piece together a, a strong run of games. Ultimately, though, the Hoosiers are heading into Christmas 10-2. and two. I we didn't do any kind of prediction like this like we did with football. 
I I don't know what I would have predicted for this team because ultimately it's a pretty soft schedule. Uh, but they did beat St. John's and Notre Dame. I don't know if I would have predicted they would have won both those games. I probably would have predicted they would have lost to Syracuse and Wisconsin. That both those games were as close as they were, um, I would not have expected. So I think overall, it's pretty clear this team is exceeding expectations early on. But they have one more non-conference game next week. And then the real test starts. Uh, conference play is a whole other animal. But the Hoosiers have acquitted themselves well so far this season. Mike Woodson said, I'm excited about where we are as a team, knowing where we are in the big picture. I'm excited about where they are as a team, too. This is a fun team to watch. They can lock anybody down defensively for long stretches, and that's going to keep you in and win you a lot of ball games. Women's basketball team will hopefully have their game on Thursday. Their game on Tuesday was canceled due to a COVID outbreak or a COVID positive test, I should say, for Wright State. So we will preview their game against Southern Illinois on or for tonight. We'll do that here in this final segment. First, though, Bet Online had you guys covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. When it comes to the men's basketball team, the saying is good teams win, great teams cover. Hoosiers covered on Wednesday. So uh, it was, I believe the the line was 17. They won by 18. It all it all counts as a cover in the end. Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On. So whether it's basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, or even your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Uh, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Women's basketball team will take on a Southern Illinois team that is five and four on the season. They tweeted out a video on Wednesday. We retweeted it from the account. Again, go follow our Twitter account at LO underscore Hoosier. Uh, but it is an ugly sweater game. So if you guys are around Bloomington, uh, throw on the ugliest sweater you have or don't, but go support these ladies either way as they wrap up their own pre Christmas portion of the season. Southern Illinois, they're led by Abby Brockmeyer, who uh, is averaging 16.6 points and 10.9 rebounds per game. They also have the uh, MVC Missouri Valley Conference Player of the Week, which is grad student guard Mackenzie Sylvie, who is averaging 16 points per game. Mentioned they are 5-4 and four on the season coming in. Um, one of those losses was their second game of the year. They lost to the University of Tennessee, who was ranked 15th at the time. They had a game against IUPUI scheduled at home. That game was canceled. Uh, the other familiar foe, uh, though the Hoosiers haven't played them yet, uh, they played the University of Illinois at home and won against Illinois 66-51. So, this is not a rollover team, even at five and four. 
that being said, for those victories they've had, they've lost to Middle Tennessee, they lost to Western Illinois, and they lost to Kansas City. But it's a team that seems to get up for some of these bigger games. Uh, so the Hoosiers will not have a, again, a walk in the park. That Tennessee team that they beat, uh, or that, excuse me, that they lost to, they lost by 10 points to, Tennessee in the AP poll is ranked to number seven now, which is one spot ahead of IU. For some reason, there's a really big difference in the uh, in the two polls. The Hoosiers are sixth in the coaches poll, while Tennessee is 10th. So still, it's a team basically right at Indiana's level in terms of rankings, give you a sense of maybe what the Hoosiers could be expecting on the night. Uh, these two teams have met only a handful of times. IU leads the series 9-3 to all time, but it's been a while since they last played. It was December of 2006. The Hoosiers won by seven points. Uh, they won the year prior on the road in, uh, in at Southern Illinois by five points. So before that, the last meeting was in the 80s. Not a pair of teams that have played a lot recently, though they... Most of those games from 71 to 89, they played 10 times. And from 1990 to present day, they played twice. So it was a game they used to play more, but they do not of late. Still the same things I'm looking for from the Hoosiers in this game that I was looking for on Tuesday and didn't get to see. Uh, they will, I want to see whether the offense can come back to life, whether they can avoid some of those laws. They've been uh, hampered by slow starts at times this season. Uh, I just want to continue to watch McKenzie Holmes because uh, there's only a, although she will be back next season, but there's only a handful of games you're going to be able to watch her. I shouldn't say handful, a finite amount of games you're going to be able to watch her um, the, these next year and a half, two years. There's only a handful of games you can watch because this game's on the Big Ten Plus. Um, so frustrating. You have a, a top 10 IU women's basketball team being placed behind a paywall. I've ranted about that enough. The good news is after this game, the Hoosiers are going to have a couple games on national TV, and a lot of their games moving forward are not going to be behind a paywall. But none of them should be, because this is a really, really good IU basketball team, probably the best in the program's history. So, again, if you guys are around the Bloomington area, head out there on or tonight. Uh, Tip-off is 7 p.m. Wear that ugly sweater. Support these ladies as they, too, wrap up their pre-holiday portion of the schedule. I want to thank you guys again for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're going to be back tomorrow. We won't have a recap on this game because we're, I already recorded the podcast. Uh, going to take a couple days off. Uh, but it is going to be a wish list podcast. I mentioned it before. Uh, what the men's team, the women's team, the football team should have on their wish list for Christmas. Thought I'd have a little fun with it. Uh, try to lighten the mood as you guys head into uh, into the holidays. So we will have an episode for you on Christmas Eve. Uh, be on the lookout for that. Now for your second listen, head on over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Appreciate all the love you guys have given us. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a rating and review. Helps us out a ton. Most importantly, have a great Thursday. Happy holidays, guys, and LEO.